Hi, I'm Sid Ekad, and I am joined today by... Cardigan. Hello, Kamadi Brown. And he has an album coming out called I Love Madi, and he is in the midst of working on it. And today we're going to talk about it and just talk about all the great stuff he's been working on and all the stuff he's been releasing and just kind of where it all comes from. So just um, for the first question, if, for example, like someone is asking you, like, how would you pitch yourself as a like a rapper? How would you individualize yourself? What what would you say is your selling point when talking to people? Um, I do think it's I look at grand scheme a lot. And so um, I would definitely include the highs and lows, including, you know, when I made my first mixtape when I was like 14, um, showing them that, you know, growth is really important. Um, and being a rapper producer from day one is like, because I had so many outlets, you know, as a kid who's, you know, only 18. Um, I had a lot of outlets of being a producer and rapping myself, just by myself, not having to go and get a beat or whatever. You know, I'll rap on a beat from here and there, but I really like doing everything. I'm a like I'm a very soloist person. I've kind of been like that all my life. And so when I get to tamper with things that have been given to me like um instrumentals and just me making my own instrumentals and taking inspiration from a lot of other instrumentals, it's like I can just do me and I don't have to ask anybody else for validation because it's all me, you know, like it's a hundred percent me. So I'm just me, you know? Very different. You don't really see anything like this. I'm very confident in saying like that, like style-wise, music-wise, like direct inspiration. I could just like, I could let somebody know like second 32 of this song is inspired by this thing. Like, you know, I'm very inspired. I take a lot of things from inspiration. So I think that's great because uh, these days, I think having like a wide like palette, especially really helps you like integrate into your music. What would you say? When you, you said you were rapping over a lot of instrumentals, like, back when you were first starting, mm -hmm. what were some of those instrumentals that really, like, had you hooked? Um, so I made this beat. It was crazy because I was, let's see, this was summer of 2017, um, July. My brother and my mom went to a Kendrick concert, and I skipped out because, I don't know, I wasn't really big into concerts back then. So I was staying in the hotel with my dad. And I had my mom's work computer, and that was when I was first starting to, like, make beats for real. And I sampled, I was playing on my DS, and I was in the settings, and the the 3DS settings theme is probably the first thing I ever sampled. And I slowed it down, and I made this really, like, really cool beat on it. I made the song called Ouch, and it was just me just saying, ouch, ouch, whatever. And it was like... Man, I could do this. You know, like that was the first time. Some people do things and they're like, uh, maybe next time. But like, I was just like, man, I'm locked and loaded already. You know, and I was like, I wasn't even rapping that hard, but I just, I had the vision. I set the precedent for like my growth. That's know? awesome. Like, it's always a starting point somewhere. Yeah, that's great. And what was that uh, software that you used? Uh, it was, I believe, some Linux music making software that was like free. Oh, that's so it was like, if if Free Loops was Windows 10, that was like <laughs> Windows 98. That was like like it was bare bones. It was crazy. But you made the most of I it. I made it work. Yeah. yeah no. It's a lot a of my favorite beats I made were on there, and people will ask me what DAW I use, and it'll be like that, and they'll be like, "Whoa!" So yeah. I just you know, it's being comfortable with what you're given with. You know. Yeah, I just think uh, it's more about how you use the resources versus like the resource itself. Like you could give like anyone. 
like that like kind of software like like elite software but it's like more like how you like yeah for sure it, right? it took me a while to get used to i use logic um, yeah. it took me a while to get used to that just but also i have that knowledge of using GarageBand prior you know GarageBand and logic kind of go hand in hand um you know the same way you know iMovie and final cut you know how apple is yeah but um i started making tiny little garage band beats on my phone and then i like i looked for ones on the computer because you know i didn't really have a mac back then and you know garage band and logic are mac exclusive so i was like i wonder what an alternative is and like my my brother josh he showed me um linux music making software he was making beats before me he actually put me on it was like a it was like a beat maker rapper friendship and then it kind of i started making beats and he started so we like did it together and um we still do as a like as a joke we don't really like post them or anything but like you know He's on the album on like a skit, like us talking about stuff. Um, and yeah, I'll be showing him music all the time. It's like, that's my brother. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, definitely having that good relationship, especially with someone that close to you. That's important. And I definitely mm -hmm. like, that's but great. I that wouldn't have been have making beats if it wasn't for him. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And then would you say like, uh, who would you say like some of the, your biggest producer inspirations are? I got a long list, but I, if I had to say top three, um, growing up and finally find like like realizing who made beats because um, I was super in like, I was super curious because you know being a producer doesn't really come with its odds and ends like ten years ago because it was just like there was no producer tags back then or whatever yeah. like maybe you'll hear like a Just Blaze or like a um like you'll hear very little producer tags. Um, It'll be like the rapper mentioning it or something. You yeah. Know, maybe they'll use that on another song. But um, producer tags didn't really exist when I was, you know, starting to really listen to music, you know, 09, 2010, 2011, yeah. and starting to pay attention to it. Um, so if I had to give a top three in my music that just just goes, it's probably Yay, obviously. Obvious. Um, Pierre Bourne, for sure. I owe that man, like, a lot. And then, like, probably Pharrell. But that, that all three of those inspirations dive deeper from the producer world like i take inspiration from them and i don't like to separate their production from what they do in real life so like all three of those people i take inspiration from like even outside of producing oh yeah so probably yeah yay pierre and um pharrell yeah the thing with uh yay and pharrell and i wonder if you like agree with me it's like the, when you said no producer tags, but it's like um, recently, I think what really hit me was that Pusha T album that came out. Like the four count, the it's like you can tell uh, whenever yeah. like each one's beat was being used because of just like the instruments. Yeah, it's like they built su they built such a empire on that, and it's like um, even without Pharrell's four count, which it, it's on it's on that album a lot. But, yeah, um, even without Pharrell's four count, what I didn't like about the album it's almost dried what i do like now is like i listened to it the first time and i was like man i just wish pharrell like went a little more out of the boundary of the same 808 and snare but then i listened to it and i was like oh like i just got it instantly like brambleton smoke and shine the coops all completely different sample choices but they got the same 808 and snare or it's, it's, it's a rim some crazy snare it's bananas but um yeah, I, I just I just got it. I understood. Oh yeah, for um, sure. Then that yeah, for sure that um push it to you as well in terms of like rapping inspiration. I probably that's probably a question already, but Oh yeah, the for yeah. sure. That that was actually was gonna transition to me to my next yeah. point was uh who are your biggest like rapper inspiration uh, inspiration? That's, a, that's even uh, even longer list because like 
the rap community has a like a pretty big problem about differentiating like inspiration from like biting because like mm-hmm. people always want to go quick into like oh you're biting you're stealing it's like dog somebody made a painting with this color paint already you know like yeah. i just use it differently um so if i had to think um like i'd be rapping my ass off i'm like a really good writer um and like i'd be having flow changes and stuff um but push a t as a as a thought process of the bars i write they don't even have to be similar to his but as a thought process especially recently um him for sure just because i'm i lived in virginia when i was a kid and i kind of grew up on clips um and also pharrell um i'm i'm really big on how Pusha T presents himself and how he knows he's it. Uh, the it factor is incredible for Pusha T. Um, and then I'd probably have to say um, Doom for sure. Doom's great. Um, recently, with my my words, a lot of people have been telling me they've like they've seen a lot of Doom. Um, recently, probably I've I've listened to a lot of Boldy James recently. So Boldy James. <sighs> Um, all of his like, he just he wraps his ass off. It's ridiculous how he just keeps. He, he sounds so in. casual with it, right? Too. And it's like he, I feel like he does it in his sleep. No, like, yeah, he, he actually he, does. He's got it down to a science, um, and the way he be releasing, it's so quick. Yeah, uh, yeah. Main ones, you know, you got your, you got your yay. Um, I definitely, in terms of inspiration, I don't really rap like Jay Z like him but i i love him i love his work i love what he's done for rap and how like you know with me uh, again saying the it factor he just yeah. he got he started it and he just knew immediately and i like people who do that like you know second guessing makes you worse at what you do so yeah it's the hungriness for sure like being yeah like- i de- i can definitely tell oh speaking of which um the first the saturation trilogy by Brockhampton for oh, sure yeah. all all seven of the vocalists like even just just brought early Brockhampton in general that's when i started rapping for real yeah. and so i was just like they're hungry they were starving oh yeah it's ridiculous the, you can even just hear it oh yeah for sure i think the thing about Brockhampton was like especially now because you see it with like uh i was actually talking to a friend about this the other day he was saying like uh, I was listening to Paris, Texas, uh, and AG Club, mm-hmm. and it's just like crazy because it's like Brockhampton really influenced a lot of people to just yeah, go out they there. Don't, they don't realize it until yeah. until it's said. Um, Brockhampton was like you know reasons like a lot of artists like Injury Reserve and AG Club and Paris, Texas could could strive. It's just because like knowing that it's a collective, just being collective with the group, they they did a lot for that. Oh yeah, and they were sure. definitely on the whatever you are in the team, you're part of the team. Sometimes you know, boy bands and stuff. They were such a critically acclaimed boy band, and they they labeled themselves as a boy band because they wanted that to break the boundary. Because it's normally just the vocalists that are on the star of, you know, maybe one producer, yeah. but it was like, uh, everybody's gonna get the same treatment: producer, graphic designer videographer photo like photographer like yeah. they wanted everybody to get their share and that's that's exactly what i want but it's crazy because 
I love that because I'm a soloist. And so yeah. I want people to know that I'm doing this all myself. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely great that, like, you're taking a lot of this into your own hands and, like, you want to create cultivate that creative process. Now I would like to kind of move into what you've worked with, like, your collaborations in the past and then kind of what you're bringing into the future. So my first question on that realm would be kind of going back to the Pasamba collaboration. How did that, like, occur? Like, how did you connect with him? And then how did, like, that creative process... Because you mentioned to me earlier that he was all the way in a different state. So, like, how did that kind of work? Um, actually, me and uh, or Condi was was internet friends with him. I don't, I haven't, I haven't found out the specifics on like where they met or anything. But as soon as we like me and me and P started talking, I was like, like we're like really similar, and um, a lot of our interests are similar in music and stuff. And so, um, it was around the time. Uh, I want to say late November, early December, where I was just like, hey, uh, mind give me some beats. Like, I saw your beats, and they're incredible. And he said the same thing back, just, like, with my music. And um, with uh, Salem, I, I released an album, I think, November last year. Um, Salem, um, the whole green joint. But, um, yeah, we linked, and then he sent me two beats. And I think around January of this year, my hard drive, like, just got like messed up and um i was super like i was super down about it it was like i went through the five stages of grief like i was working on a really good album which was commodity at the time um i think it was called shotgun house before that but, oh um, wow um i was working on it and then just from that from the months of january to april i actually got it back on april 1st which is funny um and uh I was like, awesome, because that put the battery in my back. Um, I was like, I was screwed. Like, yeah. I had nothing. Um, I have a really bad laptop that I still use that's, like, filled to, you know, that notification you get where it tells you your disk is almost full? Oh, I yeah. get that every single second of the day, and that's how messed up my, like, laptop was. So I was, dude, I was screwed. I was like, damn, I don't know, I don't want to write. I don't want to make music. I don't want to make any beats. Um and then it randomly started, after I got it sent back by a company who was like, I don't know what the problem is, um, it just worked. So oh. I was like, awesome, cool. Um, I released Bottle Caps as a single, because I had, that was the only song that was like 100% done. Because um, I, I had dropped ATM in December, um, that was from that album. Um, I also overlooked that song a lot, it's really good. I, I forget how good that song is sometimes. Um, and then I just, I finished the album incredible really good reception um i was putting posters around downtown rally about it um i got a lot of like you know a lot of people say that's their favorite album for mine um but just getting back to your question um that song track seven cardi samba which was it's called cardi samba which is it gets really difficult when i bring it up because they're like are you talking about the album or the song I'm like dude i don't even know but um that song everybody was like yo this one is like it because i I rapped, like, I rapped really well. I actually wrote, I was having a couple of heart problems, like, early, early this year, because I was, I was super anxious, and I was, um, I was grieving at the time, and I wasn't really letting it out, so, you know, that manifests physically a lot, and so, I was having a lot of heart problems, I was in the, I ended up getting in the hospital, I think, New Year's Day, and I was with my dad, and I was riding this bar, and I was, like, I was, like, talking to him about the verse, and I was, like, when I wrote that, um, 
down in the water is my last shift staying hydrated white paintings in the labyrinth i was like okay this is one of the best verses i've ever written and so i just started going wrapping my ass off and um the only thing i added to that beat was an 808 um and that really just gave it that battery um and then I got my friend Taco to scream on it because I was like, I need that DJ drama-esque. Like, I need that Gangsta Grills. Yo, yeah. go Cardigan. Like, this is crazy. And then that ended up, they ended up being the narrator of the, the new album. Um, and we just go hand in hand, man. Like, he'll send me stuff. I'll send him stuff. We'll be like, yo, this is incredible. Every time I've sent him stuff, he'll be like, this is so, this is the best thing you ever made. And I never want to end it. You know, I never want to be like, I always want the thing I send them to be the, the best thing I've ever made. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, with especially with this new one. It's called Jules. It's got, you know, Black Phoenix on it. Um, that's my brother. Um, I'm just like, wow. Like, it's such, like, I was like, I didn't ask him for any specifics. I was like, hey, could I get like a mid-80s, early 90s BPM? Um, and I kind of, he, he, I just knew what where his head was at because it was just very late summer, starting school like barbecue esque Labor Day esque. Yeah. I just I was like was, I made it like a cookout song and it's like it's so good it's really good but yeah I never want to stop man it's like like we're we've got this bond and it's like over the phone which is like it's incredible. Have you guys ever like met in person? No, I really, really? plan on doing wow. it. Um, next year's gonna be really big for me just in general because. Man, I've got, you know, Cardi Samba's doing really well. I, I dropped that the 1st of July. And so with July, August, September, September's a really big month for me. It has been, and it's it's crazy that it's almost over, but it's been a really big month for me. I've been doing a lot of open mics. I've been getting my name up a lot. And then, you know, October, my new album comes out on the 7th um, that I'm really excited for just because it's like, I made it, like, I didn't even make it quick on purpose. Like, I'm a very quality over quantity person. I choose songs to work. I, you know, a lot of people make 20, 30 songs. They don't yeah. even know what they're like. They go to the studio. They just leave. They, you know, post it on an album that's not even cohesive. It's kind of just a compilation. Like, I really like working on albums. Like, I like, you know, the rollout I do or the, the things I am looking at in terms of inspiration. I want those that stem from kind of the same things. It's like. I love working on albums and I love being like, okay, this is a good album. Some songs are really good from albums that aren't good. Oh yeah, for you sure. Know? But I want every song to be, that's an album song. Oh, you yeah. could take it out of context or in context. That's kind of, I kind of try to meet that equilibrium. But Al yeah. yeah. Album cuts are definitely underrated for sure. I definitely, I always think about the, in 30 hours, Kanye goes, this is a, you know, those bonus tracks for the album. He always takes yeah. it. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That song is, that song is like, really good yeah the life the whole life of pablo i was just talking to somebody about how like the life of pablo is an unfinished album with finished songs like highlights is yeah. like highlights is incredible facts is incredible um 30 hours is yeah. insane because it's like but like also me when it came out and me now i'm like that's not really that good of an album but it, there's amazing songs on it Oh, I always say it's sequenced like that's, horribly. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, that's like, that's pure yay. And like what he was talking about was like, only yay could say that. He was really? like, yo, I'm better than Apple. I'm better than Nike. And we were like, oh, okay. You're the only person who could say that. Yeah. The rollout was crazy too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of the weirdest rollouts. I don't think, I think Donda was almost there, but like, <laughs> yeah. not, that. I don't even think that is. 
That was so crazy. But that's good. I think uh, you highlighting, like, album cuts and, like, in, like kind of just emphasizing, like, a cohesive, like, narrative within your album. That's actually where I was going to kind of uh, go back to. Like, what is the foundational idea behind, like, this upcoming LP, like, I Love You, Madi? Um, Foundation. It's very funny you said foundation because um, I, track six on Kamadi. This is a sequel to Kamadi. This is a sequel. Um, I'm going to keep it a sequel. I'm not going to make, like, a third one or anything. Keep going. Um, but I'm definitely going to keep going with Cardi Samba. But um, this is a sequel. And track six specifically on Kamadi called Lip Gloss is, like, one of my favorite songs, beats, themes. Um, it was kind of about how intimacy really pushes a relationship. And then that, sometimes it's all you have. And so when you take that away, it's just not a relationship anymore. Um, and for this album... I really wanted to, because the first song I made for making this album was, it's called Two-Face, it's track 10, it's the, it's the outro, I really wanted to make it the outro, because it's just like, it's a magnum opus song for me, um, I do that with a lot of my outros, but um, it's called Two-Face, because you know the makeup brand Two-Face, but yeah. also Two being a Two, the number two sequel, um, and the theme of the whole album is like, either like, makeup, you know, fallacies, you know, kind of like, you know, lying, not really lying, but a lot of confusion there, um, as well as like, you know, putting on, putting on a facade, you know, it's just like, I'm not going to say makeup is put on a facade, you know, but, um, just making shit up, you know, like it was, I, I had gotten out of this, you know, sticky situation I have with somebody, um, and I was actually waiting for the right moment to start really making music about them. And so um I didn't I didn't I wanted to wait it out. I didn't want to rush anything because you know, you can't rush greatness, as some people say. Um but I always bring up the fact that, you know, if you start a painting and you're like really happy about the painting and something bad happens in your mind, you're not gonna wanna finish it. But the other way around, it makes like the greatest painting ever. And so when I started off negativity and I built that negativity up into positivity, I really wanted to finish, you know, the painting. And so that's kind of what it is. It's like a really good painting. Um, you know, there's songs in it that don't really match the theme, but I definitely do think they're in the right spot of the album where I, that's okay. You know, yeah. um, got a little, got a little interludes um, from my amazing friend, Jesse. Um, she, sent me like 15 minutes of her just talking. I gave her three talking points because a lot of this album skits and words and dialogue are really candid. I didn't want to be like, okay, action, say this in like in the camera, say this this way, whatever. Um, I really wanted it all to be natural so I could use it the way I would like to use it to make it sound like really authentic. And that's what I really shot for. And I, you know, I made the goal. Um, she sent me like 15 minutes of her talking and about, you know, I asked her to bring up her makeup routine and bring up her skincare routine just because that was the, one of the main themes of the album. And then also just talk about your life because this album is really about my life and where I am right now. And I'm glad I can soon enough close that, close that chapter off and start new and start fresh. And this is really encapsulating my life in between July and September. Um, and so theme wise, um, I got a song called Beautiful Life on there. It's 
incredible just because you know that's the intro track it's just it's so beautiful um yeah i, I just want to say you know makeup um me having an amazing life and then also the path of like my culinary like path that i'm taking right now you know i'm a, I'm a chef so i have that and then i also have music so it's just like those paths are growing at the same time like really exponentially and so that's something i rap about a lot as well yeah. That's definitely great. I think, like, using, like, music as an outlet, would you say, like, that's your prime outlet for, like, getting out, like, your thoughts and emotions? Yeah, and because it doesn't even always have to be verbal, you know? I could I could put my heart into a beat with no words, you know? That's what I love about making music. Um, it can encapsulate and say so much without even saying anything. Oh, yeah. So, sure. yeah, that's what I love making music. It definitely gets a lot of my emotions out, especially because I could listen to it over and over again. Really good. Oh, yeah. no, definitely like beats for sure like I think uh, that Louis album that came out with Kenny Beats God, no. <laughs> I, I shed it I shed it so many tears listening to that for the first time I was like man it's incredible and the fact that it was like a gift to his dad yeah that, that, was, that was incredible yeah or even Jay like Jay Dilla like donuts yeah, yeah. yeah Dilla yeah I, I wouldn't like I've been chopping a lot of samples like Dilla but like I'm so far and detached from that because yeah. I can't achieve that in my greatest day. Oh, he's uh that's upper echelon that's production. Definitely. Yeah. But just like that's like a lot of people don't realize that like you can use beats. Like you don't have to like what you just said, like you don't say words, but you just put it mm -hmm. in, like you just throw it into the soul. And you can definitely get that a lot. Would you say Pasama kind of helps you? Pasama helped you a lot yeah, with Yeah, like, for sure. Um I I if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I think they're going to school for engineering, like yeah. musical engineering um, in New Jersey. Um, and so he changed the view of how I felt about Sonics a lot because, like, the stuff he would send me was just, like, like literally the stems would be 30 to 40 tracks. And I'll be yeah. like, yo, like, you're doing a lot. And it's, like, it's incredible how, like, I can't even fathom doing that. Like, you know, I like yeah. I like simplicity um with my production but like i like simplicity that people don't know if they click play they don't know it's simple like i'll have some really complex stuff behind or vice versa you know it'll be a really complex beat but i'll yeah. i'll literally only press four buttons and i make it you know but um he really changed the outlet on how i look at sound because also it was my first time ever being a co-engineer you know like i record all my music myself and I mix it all myself, I master it all myself. And so it was my first time getting notes from somebody else. And I, I, I enjoy that because it's like, that's the first time I've ever had a 50-50. And a lot of the, like, basically everything he was saying was correct. And I changed it and it was like so much better. And it's just having that knowledge that's like detached from you. I was like, man, like that gives me another perspective. Cause I'll show my friends songs, but like, you know, my friends aren't going to school to make songs sound better you know what i'm saying so it was an incredible experience for me that i definitely want to do again um track nine on cardi samba outro samba was just a beat it was like it was he sent it to me and i was like i don't want to rap on this this is like this is beautiful and so i just called it outro samba because it's like the outro you know it's like and you know the birds at the end of it merge into the birds of the intro so you could kind of just listen to it forever oh that's that's an interesting detail i didn't pick up on that i actually got that from like just idea I got it from um, how Heat on Titration 1, like the intro, starts with that weird sound. And then, um, what is it, Team at the end of Saturation Ooh. 3 has that sound. So I kind of did that. Well, you know, like, trilogies are awesome, sequels are awesome, but, like, you can't get 
better than that you know right. making it in rotation having it you could play it forever i just think about that like you know yeah, there's definitely like sequencing for sure like there's a lot to play with there for sure like is there any like cool sequencing that you're planning for this without spoiling too much obviously um not quite not like cool specifics but um i really like it um the i haven't i think i posted the track list in its early stages but the intro is like called dream sequence because it's an intro and it's also me like there's a there's a skit on it or there's a clip of dialogue about it, like on on journaling like about journaling and how journaling is well like it's the intro because it's like this is like a journal but also dream sequence because like this is my dream sequence like yeah. it's incredible how good the sequence is like i made it so much like every song is focusing on a specific thing but also you're taking it all at once you know yeah. so there's not really like much to spoil about it it's not like anything special but it's incredible. I love it. That's great. That's definitely really, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm really excited to just like take a look at it, finally mm -hmm. like hear it because it's like it sounds like you have like such a like clear vision. It's like it's not you're you're like not like throwing things at the wall. You're just like I'm ready. Like I know exactly what I want yeah. to do. So. It took me a while to like finalize on all the things, but you know, and I also with with finalizing, I don't really have like different versions of things. You know, like. If somebody like you know has a different version of a song, he'll be like, "Okay, here's this song uh, at this version. Uh, I was playing with this a little bit, and then they'll, they'll drop it. But like, I'm definitely like a, I'm gunning for this. Like, I won't have any different. I'll delete the versions, you know. Like, you I'll maybe have a different bar yeah. somewhere, but like, I'll delete the version of like something that's different if I've come up with something better. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I was actually uh, kind of to stay on the collaboration route uh, a little bit. Is there any collaboration? Uh, you mentioned like kind of getting like skits from like people that are close to you. Is there any other artists that you're collaborating with on this upcoming? Um, yeah, uh, Black Phoenix. Um, my friend I met I also met through Condi. They go to state. Um, he's like such a big brother figure to me, and um, he's like you know the big homie. And I've always wanted him on a song. Um, We've had we have collaborations in the vault that you know will probably be a part of his album rollout or something. But um, yeah, Black Phoenix he's incredible. One of like my favorite rappers that I know in person. He just he really speaks to me. Um, just very black, very like you know, that's like my big brother. And so every time I hear him rap, it's incredible. So when I got him on the song and I I got to sit in the studio with him and like like co-produce his verse and so i was like i love like a lot of things i didn't have to be like i didn't have to be like okay do this instead i was like yo like this will be crazy you know like i like i was in there with him but like his verse is so good and it's like it's what i really wanted on it like it's like a late summer like cookout yeah. vibe like this track of, you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's like that's the only feature i i think i've ever had you know like I'm a, I'm a very solo person. Um, Cardi Samba was, you know, something different in terms of me being a rapper producer and Pasamba only being a producer, um, to my knowledge. But, um, yeah, in terms of rap, it's kind of only me. But um, having them on the album is incredible. It's such a blessing because, like, you know, both of our rap paths are growing at, like, really high rates. And so just 
for me to have that now set in stone, it's it's incredible. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, would you uh, would you ever consider like maybe like adding more like in future albums or would you say like yeah I'm um after this album I'm definitely open to a lot of collaborations I just I was telling a lot of people who wanted to work with me like let me get this out like not out the way you know what I'm saying that's yeah, it sounds yeah, like negative but I was like let me finish this and I'll, I'll get back to you because I just really I was focusing on me at the time but after this album comes out I'm definitely probably hitting the hitting the feature feature run a little bit maybe produce for some people that i really enjoy um because you know that project's out the way and so i could finally focus on like i said i'm i'm i hone in on a lot of things like some people will go and make a bunch of songs i'll make like five or six and just like really work on those five or six for like three months um and it's it's incredible how i even have the brain power to do that but um yeah, I'm definitely open to working with a lot more people um, in the months of October, November. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's great. No, that's awesome. Like, I think uh, you being more open, like, and, like, you, like, feeling fulfilled with this album, would you say, like, that's more, like, you want to refine this, like, album concept to its best before you start moving on to other Yeah. Um, if I was working with people while I was working on an album, I'd, I'd definitely get distracted on other things. But I definitely, like, I was telling people, I'll work with you after this. But like yeah. not in a mean way. I was just like letting them know I'm focusing on something right now, and that focus has been dealt with. Yeah. You know, October seventh. Very excited. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta lock in. You know. Very much. Yeah. And then now uh, we kind of went through your appeal for rapping, but and your inspirations. But which of the albums you've worked on previously do you like look back like fondly that you like wish like that you kind of want want to like follow up on or maybe even um, like try to like expand well definitely on? definitely Kamadi. Um, which is I Love You, Madi is a sequel of it, which is it's great. I can put those two together and just be like blown away. Um, uh, let's see. I made this album when I was 13, um, and I released it on my 14th birthday. It was called Verbal Conflict. Um, it was just a little, it's a little kid rapping and over beats he made, and it was like it was when I look back at it, it was adorable. Sounded like shit. Mixing was really bad, but I. It's adorable. You know, I'm not, when someone asks me about it or someone like looks, like scrolls all the way down my SoundCloud page and finds it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's when I made it, like blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of people will scoff at things that they did a while ago, but me knowing that I had that vision and knew I was going to be rapping ever since, I'd look at it as like a, a trophy, you know? Like I was sitting in my bedroom with a snowball microphone on Linux music making software making that you know it's like I haven't even came a long way yet that was only four years ago and I'm 18 years old and I have so much in my future but you know I'm not ashamed to have that there you know I was making out five years ago you know so yeah. almost six yeah, yeah that's crazy yeah no I think uh not being embarrassed that there's nothing to be embarrassed about that at all because like that's your through line like people mm -hmm. can see like where you started and then where you are now I don't think there's any shame in that at all. Yeah, for sure. And, like, when I was in school, like, people would know me as a music guy, you know? So now if they see me in person six, seven years later, they're like, oh, you still making music? I'm like, yeah. I could, like, say yeah. Like, imagine that, like, you did, and then you were like, no, I don't do that anymore. Like, why not? You know? Yeah. Like, do what you love. Yeah. No shame at all. Yeah. Sure. I love, love the way you look at it. That's great. And now... uh. What are some, you kind of mentioned, like, you really enjoyed dabbling in that, like, barbecue, like, laid-back vibe. 
is there any other like genres or subgenres you'd love to experiment in that you think you would love that you have a vision for at all? Yeah, um, track three on the album is called Trust Fund. Um, I put a jungle drum break in it. Um, it's mainly based on um, Skittles by 454, which is like one of my favorite songs I've ever heard in my life. Um, I put a drum break in it on a normal like on a normal rap beat but like i put one of those drum breaks in it very if there's i think it happens three times in the song i really want to do that more um and rap on those types of things more um that and i don't know maybe experiment it's it's hard to say that as like or get asked that question by like like with the producer in mind in me because like i'll think of something and just make it something completely different like i sample on this album a little bit but um all those samples are like you never hear them in what i made yeah so it's like i don't even know what i'm want to dabble in i'll dabble in something <laughs> you know i'll find something to make another thing oh yeah sandcastle it, you know yeah, it'll just like it'll like you'll inevitably come upon it and then when you do it'll like come to you mm-hmm. yeah it's very in the moment would you say yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, I can't think of the future that yeah. much. You know? That makes sense. You got to live in the moment. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy what you have, like right now, For today. Sure. Yeah, and then uh, I had another question along those lines. Oh, we'll circle back to that. But um, uh, how do you think your like writing has changed over time? Like your pen game, for sure. Man, that that makes me think because the the project, the first project I was talking about, or like them little raps I was doing in middle school, like. I was really just rapping about whatever. Like I'd rap about Pokemon a lot. I'd rap about um, just I'd reference. I do a lot of references and punchlines back then because that's kind of all I knew. But like with my like my flow and my pen game evolving, like I know what the people that are listening to my music really want. And so um, with that being said, I really. I start a verse and I just keep writing and like I keep going. It's like I surprise myself a lot, but like rarely do I surprise myself every time I listen to the song. And that's like what I've been doing for a while. Like I don't have any features out right now, um, which is why when you ask me that question, again, grand scheme, I think of what is behind that verse. Um, because it's like I haven't rapped on something that hasn't been mine before, you know. So what or something I can't tamper with, and so like if I'm on a feature, I'll wrap my ass off because I want to wrap my ass off. But I'll like write the verse while I'm making the beat, and then I'll finish both and be like, "That's incredible!" And like some things I wouldn't like some lines and verses I would have never done if it wasn't for this change in the beat or me doing this in the beat. So I kind of look at it like that. Um, Just being a rapper producer, being very versatile. um, I like rapping a lot. I've always been a big fan of words and poems ever since I was a little kid. Um, Just me knowing when I started to finally remember songs, when I was like a toddler or five six seven that kind of age um i was the one who remembered the words you know like my brother always like talks to me about it 
because he'll like or he'll talk to our friends about it and he'll be like yeah Kamadi like he would remember the words more than anything and like that's kind of what I still do like a song will come out and a week later I'll like rap the entire verse um how I felt about um what family when family ties came out I knew it like immediately because I was just like man like this is so good not to know like it's almost drive by push it to you like I almost know that entire album based on logistics alone like just me being like wow yeah it's a attention to the pen I think like a lot of people these days focus on vibes Mm -hmm. but I think pen's just important it's like not gone anywhere yeah and it's also like I achieved which is it's my favorite part about me like I achieved those vibes with an incredible pen game I be rapping my ass off on like beats that like people would just do normal choruses on like and my choruses will go into the verse and then my verse will go into the chorus like I really like doing that and I really like showing people that I could do both but not to say that there's two things that I'm doing like I do both is an incredible sentence but like there's more than two things you know I do it all that's that's great no honestly I think that confidence that raw confidence is what you need going into this because like you need to be confident in your own vision and I think you can't really find that in anybody else that's good. So do you, but do you ever like send your demos to your friends and be like, hey, can you listen to this? Or like, can you? Give yeah, me it's it's like a, it's like a. Sometimes it's a, hey, is there anything? I the only person I really have done like, hey, is there anything different I should do is Condi because like I trust him a lot with like, my art. You know, he's you know been with me for my entire life and um everything I do. He's, I, whether I like it or not, giving an opinion on it. So like a lot of things I take and stride when he says something or if I ask him specifically hey is there things I need to change on this he'll let me know because he know he cares about my craft um but other so every other times you know I'll go in my mom's room and be like hey mom listen to this and I'll turn it on and she'll be like that's incredible and I'll be like thank you and I'll just walk out um I love doing that but I'll send my friends songs um that I'm working on a lot of my friends are like my biggest supporters and it's like nowadays I have like actual fans who come up to me and be like oh you're a cardigan like or like I've seen you on Instagram or something and I'll be like oh thank you like I really appreciate that but like uh, all of my friends are like my biggest supporters and that's something I really need and I that I love like I love that yeah definitely I think like having like a great support system gives you the chance to like and like it adds to your confidence it's yeah, not your entire confidence but sure. it adds to it for sure and that's well that's really awesome i think like surrounding yourself with people that really care about like seeing you succeed is really important especially as a rapper i feel like having like important like people you look up to were there any like mentor figures you had like entering the like rap world or was there the rap world i i mean i would say my mom and dad um because you know i wouldn't list i wouldn't have listened to rap if it wasn't for you know what they were choosing to play around that kid um but yeah my mom very hip-hop mom like she heard like her alias is just hip-hop mom um because you know she's got a podcast where she talks with her and her friends about you know current events but also hip-hop and like her alias is hip-hop mom it's it's called straight to tape and um my dad he's a huge hip-hop head and like when he started seeing me rap he was like oh nice but like even more recently like he's been in like every show i've done um just been there supporting me and I've, I've showed him like Cardi song because like that's his favorite so far like 
He'll talk to me about songs I dropped like two years ago on SoundCloud as a little thing. Like he'll like, and he's a DJ too, so he'll be playing my music at like functions. And it's like I love having that support, like you know. And it's like I know that I'm getting that support because one, they're my parents, and two, that I'm really good. Like you know, if I was bad, I'd still get support from my parents. But I love that it's genuine. You know, that's great. Yeah, and so like where when you were like growing up, like. Like, what was, like, your first your first exposure to hip-hop? Like, was it through them? Like, what were some of the albums and some of the songs they were playing you that really, like, um, stuck with you? Graduation and It Was in Heartbreak, for sure, because Graduation came out when I was four or five. That's kind of when you gain consciousness as a, as a child, you know? Um, when you start paying attention to commercials and you start playing video games and actually start playing video games other than just pressing a lot of buttons... Um, so graduation, 808s. I literally remember like watching Yay music videos on the TV on MTV. Like that's how like those two albums. And then um, Lord Willing by Clips, um, for sure. Um, just because you know we was in Virginia Beach for a little bit, and that was the vibe. That was the vibe of my life. Um, I was listening to Push It Too a lot, you know, as a kid, and Malice and Clips and Pharrell in my mind. Probably, um, just looking back at it. Um, other albums, I would probably say, I don't know. I like the, my dad and my mom are really big fans of The Roots and De La Soul. So I would probably say Illadelph Half-Life or Illadelph Life or what, I don't remember what it's called specifically, but I think it was one of the first Roots albums. And then, uh, Things Fall Apart is really good too. Um, I like the parallel to like that in the book, um, and then De La Soul pretty frequently. But that those were the things that I was really listening to when I was a kid. Uh, Tribe Called Quest, Pharaoh like my mom is like such a big hip hop head, and I'm glad she like wanted me to listen to that type of stuff. You know. Oh, that's that's awesome. And yeah. so, if say like <clears throat> in the future you do have a kid, or like you find someone that like wants to learn from you. And you give them five albums that you want to like pass that, that you're like this is like the foundational text for for me like yeah, the foundation for me foundation for you or like just foundation for like getting into hip hop and like being um, educated getting into hip and those are two different I like incorporate like I'll try to think of the equilibrium of those because I, 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 those are two different fives that's fair, so that's fair. first I would probably have to say late registration by Yay. Because everything that he did wrong in College Dropout, he did right on an album. Um, and then me adding another yay thing, like graduation for sure. Um, and then um, The Life of Pierre Four by Pierre Bourne. Um, just because that, like, that album is just my life. Like I've, I've listened to that album more than I've listened to a lot of things. Um, and probably... If we're just keeping it hip hop, then like, I don't know, probably Hell Have No Fury by Clips. Um, song after song after song after song, they were just like, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna rap. Um, and then I guess, you know, I'm a really big Cardi fan. So I'd probably show one of my kids Cardi for sure. So I just show them Dial It because self titled is awesome, but Dial It is very experimental. 
and he did a lot of things on that album and Pierre did a lot of things on this album that like haven't been really done before and that that set the precedent for a lot of hip-hop production um just Pierre did in general so yeah I love how all those are yay Pharrell and Pierre <laughs> like what I said earlier they're gonna go down like yeah. as like in history for so sure. they're definitely that's a that's a very like solid list I don't think I would have dis- I don't disagree with you on any of those mm-hmm. for sure so kind of bringing it back to you um so you kind of mentioned that you're having like a fan base now and you're growing mm-hmm. uh have you ever performed live and what did you think of that energy um I've performed four times um first one was at a local uh it's not really a venue it's just called the porch um it's literally my brother's porch like my brother and their roommates um I performed first I did like a 15 minute set it was really cool I sequenced a lot of things together um that was awesome and I was really really nervous but then after that I was just like boom I'm incredible I've just known I've been an incredible performer because I'm not gonna forget the words that I sat there and mixed and mastered for three months straight like I'm not gonna forget those words so like if I go up and perform any song from like the last three albums I've made I'll just remember everything because I'm sitting there tweaking it every single day um but uh yeah uh I performed at the Lucky Tree recently um on Hillsborough Street they have uh, every second and fourth Monday they have an open mic and I performed there. I did two songs, but it was really cool. It was invigorating. Um, I did a 20 minute set at Ruckus, Ruckus Pizza, um, the one in uh, Mission Valley. It was incredible. I did really well. I had my support group with me, like my mom wow. and dad were in the back and then like, a lot of my friends were there. So I had that. Um, it was a 20 minute set. So it was like, it was really long, but I really liked it. I like I was sweating up there. It was humid outside, but like I would have been sweating regardless because I was like rapping so hard and like my breath control has gotten really good. Um, so yeah, there's there's I performed it. I also performed at this like vintage market called the Outlaw Market. I did like three little songs. It was nice though. I got really good reception from all four performances, and I in the future I just I really want to perform. I'm really excited for the you know the end of this year next year cuz like I'm going to be performing like a lot and I like I I'm a really good performer already. So I get a lot of compliments on my stage presence. I get a lot of compliments on like things that I add to the songs that aren't in the actual like wax songs, you know. And so I just want to perform all of it. It's so fun. It's awesome. Yeah. And it just gives me that rush. I go and I click into rap mode. I just wrap my ass off. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, the stage presence is really important because, like, you can have, like, some of the best, like, lyrics and, like, songs ever, but then, like, just not knowing how to conduct yourself. Is, like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's really important, like, really knowing how to, like, go about it. Is there, like, any, like, like, going forward, like, if you were to, like, have a tour, like, how would you want to, like, conduct yourself? Like, what would be, like, kind of, like, the way you'd organize, like, the concert? in a way to, like, kind of, like, support your music. I don't know, but I definitely would do a different set list every time. Ooh. Um, I would do a different set list every time, and I would also probably, if it's even possible, I wouldn't have an opener. But if it wasn't possible, I'd go up there and do a DJ set and then and then perform. Um because I'm just, I'm the main person. Like, you know, I, if I have somebody I want to go on tour, that's great. Like, but I kind of just want to perform for the whole time. You know, like, I have more than an hour and a half of music. And I want to, like, show people I do, you know, especially in the 
future when I do and if I do end up touring. Um, yeah, I, you know, definitely want to change the set list up because you know, I'll go to a concert that's like eight days down the tour list and I'll like see the set list and I'm like, damn, I got spoiled because I wanted to see it live. Um, I'm a really big concert fan, so just being in the crowd and then also being on the stage with knowing both, it's like, it's incredible to me. So um haven't gotten on the stage quite yet, but when I do, I'm gonna rock that shit, you know? Like, and I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna sequence the, it the way I want to because I, I made everything, you know? Like, yeah. some people don't have the rights to their stuff, you know? Like, they can't play some things. They could, some people curate it for them. Like, I just can't wait to just do it because I do it myself, yeah. you know? Yeah, everything comes from you. That's yeah, perfect. Sure. Yeah, I, I get a lot of this. I completely just forgot in my mind. But in terms of so, like being a soloist, I get a lot of inspiration from, from JPEG Mafia because he's it's all him. It's all him. Like that's one of my main inspirations for just making music in general, yeah. and that also what he raps about. Um, but how he conducts himself and how he's like. Like, he'll be at a concert, and he'll be like, all right, guys, next song. And he'll go to his computer and click it, and then yeah. come back and start performing it. Like, that's something I love, um, him being a soloist and him being really proud of that, him owning all those masters. That's, like, my favorite thing ever. Yeah, no, Peggy is insane. I think what I love about him is how, like, he is just raw. He's him, and, like, he's really gotten a following just because it's him. Like, it's all him, like... And the, everybody who like collabs with him just wants that out of him. They don't they don't try to contort him or fit him into a place where he doesn't belong. It's just all him. Yeah, facts. Which is great. And I think you taking that inspiration is like really important because I think like you hear too much about like rappers these days not like being able to do certain things or having rights issues. And I think you actually being able to like fully say this is my product and I get to decide what to do with it. That's really important. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people should start like. Oh, having ownership of their own work. I think that's very important. For sure. Yeah. So I think, oh, yeah, just two more questions. Mm -hmm. uh, which song did you record, write, record the fastest? Like, which one was, uh, you usually refine it. You were emphasizing that a lot earlier. But which one was, it like, I just need to get this down on paper and I you just, the words just came to you? Is this, like, any song, like, recently or the one like, on the album or, like, in general? Uh, I would say, keep like, let's do recent. Let's okay. Do. Um... I was just actually, I was just talking to my best friend, Megan, about how a song isn't really finished until I turn it in. And so, like, I would probably say, writing-wise, probably Cardi Flexin' on Cardi Samba, because I made that beat pretty quickly. Um, and then I, I wrote that all in that one sitting, and I didn't, like sit on it or anything because it was really raw and um i didn't want to end that album with that and so like i put that and then like i let this the album breathe and ride out on the outro track because like that was if i'm being honest way too raw for me you know like it, it was so raw that i had to like let it sit you know what i'm saying yeah. like let it ride out so just not even looking at the speed there. Like, I wrote it really quick because I was super hungry on that song. Like, yeah. so that, that one kind of soared by. But um, Three Musketeers from Kamadi, I wrote very quickly because it was kind of a freestyle song. I put, like, it was, the beat's really cute. 
it was like it was I was literally sitting there. I didn't I don't think I had the verse written down. I was sitting there, I was saying something and then clicking it, punching myself in again. That's it. So probably three musketeers. Probably my fastest song ever made. That's that's awesome. Yeah, no just uh putting it all out there. It's like I can't I can't even begin to imagine how to like freestyle or even get like those words coming to you, but like just kinda getting that psychology is like interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then for my last question, just do you have like a formula for your song structure and how have you like bent it before and how have you like kind of like kept with it? I don't have a formula. I don't. Yeah. I can't, I, I literally can't say I do um, because if I did, I'd just be lying. Yeah. So I, I definitely don't. Um, I'll, I'll have a, I'll have a verse written down. I'll make a beat for it or I'll, I'll make a verse for a beat. You know, I just don't have a formula. I don't, follow any guidelines or anything yeah. um i normally start with the sample just to see what the drums should sound like but sometimes i start with the drums and put the sample in it you know yeah. it all depends on how i'm feeling yeah. and what is like the wildest thing you've ever sampled like like what is something that like see if i said that and if in two months i get to be a really popular artist they're gonna take the song down oh you're right so you're right i have a really really good one on this album that i'm just not gonna say all right. Well, I can't wait to hear it. I'll, I'll let you know if uh, I'll ask you in private. I'll maybe like ask yeah, you, Tracy. Sure. But um, yeah, no, I think that's all the questions I have. But just uh, plug anything that's coming up. I know you got that big LP coming up, but plug anything yeah, else. For real. Um, well, Cardigan 10 X on Instagram. Um, Cardigan everywhere. Apple Music, Spotify. Um, I love you, Madi. October seventh. Thank you for having me. Of Appreciate course, it. yeah. This is it was great to finally be able to talk to you and like get like all this really cool insight. I'm really looking forward to the album, and uh, I can't wait for everyone else to take a look at it too. Yeah, I can't wait to see where all you go from here. And uh, yeah, this is uh, Sid Ecad with WKNC, and uh, have a great day.